Welcome to The Buff Show, a show brought to you by Mountain Buff Real Estate. We are dedicated to chasing down the buffs of the world and bringing their expertise right to you. Hey guys, how's it going? So I am Austin. If you've been following Mountain Buff for a while now, I'm sure my face looks familiar. I'm one of the agents here. Today, we've actually got a really cool guest I'm excited about. We've been friends since... Kindergarten. Kindergarten. Yeah. So lifelong friends. Uh, I'll let him introduce himself. Hi, uh, my name's JT Bradshaw. I am uh, out of Chicago, Illinois. Like Austin said, we grew up together starting in kindergarten, same kindergarten class. I guess we're going to go into my journey into real estate. I, yeah. It's been about three years now since I kind of stepped in the industry in various different roles. Yeah. I'm Excited to be here. Yeah. No, thanks for coming. It's going to be awesome. So majority of what we do here at Mountain Buff is residential. Like I would say that's 95% of what we do. Uh, I personally have only helped with residential. I know Payton, our broker, he has done commercial deals in the past, but that's why I wanted you to come on here because you are in commercial real estate and I want people to see you know, what does that look like from day to day? What is required or not required to get in there? And, and what's that journey look like to to start a career like that? So with that said, how did you get to where you are now? What does your background look like? Okay. I went to college for marketing and I was really gung-ho about doing that. I had a change of heart, I guess, my senior year of college. And I actually decided that I would go into uh, the military after I graduated. So after graduating, I went to the Army, and I spent four years in the Army. And You were captain, by the way, right? Yeah. Uh, that's... Most of my time was lieutenant, but okay. yeah. No, yeah. that's awesome, though. Yeah. Yeah, I was an officer, right? Because when you graduate with a master, or sorry, with a bachelor's, you get to go in as a lieutenant instead okay. of, yeah. you know, if you enlist out of high school, you start a private. So. I see. I loved the Army. I absolutely loved it. But got out after four years, came back home, and was going to use my marketing degree. And so I started taking interviews. I, By the time I got out of the Army, like you said, I was in a pretty large leadership role. I was second in command to 130 guys. I you know, was direct line supervisor to three, four, five guys. Um, it, it, and so I had, a, you know, a lot of leadership responsibility and these roles that I was interviewing for in marketing were uh, entry level and it was a huge, you know, pay cut and uh, just felt, for lack of better terms, beneath me. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I felt like I could do more. Yeah, and I, for sure. Um, so I kept like denying these job opportunities and I don't know how many came across that I didn't either like or wasn't, you know, didn't pay enough or, or you know, didn't get or whatever it was. Eventually, I just said, okay, I need to just start paying bills again. Yeah. So I took a property management job with a family friend. He, had, he owned a property management company, and I, I took a job under him. And it, in my mind, it was always temporary. Like, this is what I would do to pay bills until I can find the job in Chicago, you know, a corporate job that I you yeah. know, would love. Big city job. Big city yeah. type of thing. And uh, so I got started. I started in February of 2020 which coincidentally was when COVID mm. happened. So <laughs> like all these programs that we're doing, like transition, like veteran to corporate America programs, a lot of companies do that, big companies, consulting companies, all those programs were like the first thing to get cut yeah, from their right. budget. So it's like, 
all these veteran assistance like transition programs were done with them. So my like, you know, temporary property management gig turned into kind of like a full-time job and no one was hiring, no one was looking. And I was like, oh gosh. So, well, I, you know, had the property management job for a while, um, learned a tremendous amount about real estate. It's all, this was all commercial though, but it was through that, uh, that I became a, um, a broker. So in Illinois, it's different. They call all agents brokers. Yeah. Um, and then they call the, what you guys call a broker, a managing broker. So I became an agent or broker okay. and I started doing that along with, you know, property management and through that, that job, one of our clients that we were managing, we managed, you know, six, seven of his properties, just a real estate investor, developer in mm-hmm. the area. He, um, I'd kind of gotten to know him a little bit here and there over the course of a couple months. And he asked me to meet him at one of his properties and he was going to make me the listing broker for that property. It was a 72,000 square foot. There's two buildings one that's 43, one that's 27,000 square foot. 72,000 square foot. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. Well, one story office buildings. <laughs> and he was going to he was going to make me the broker on that. Uh, it wasn't performing well. There was a lot of vacancies and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So he brought me down there and I said, "Hey, look, I'm not super happy with my role and what I'm doing. I'm not, you know, super passionate about what I'm doing. I'm probably going back to the army." Mm. And he thought that was super interesting. So I kind of said, give this to somebody else because, um, yeah. you know, I'm not, my heart's not in this. I'm probably going to leave. Um, and he said, okay, well let's, well, let's talk about your goals. Let's talk about, you know, what are your financial goals? What are your family goals? All this sort of stuff. And uh, we had a really good talk that day. And he said, well, you know, let's meet tomorrow. And I have kind of a proposition for you. And um, he, we met the next day for lunch and he talked about his, his, you know, plans. And he's got a, you know, very large portfolio in the Chicago area. He's, I think, systematically trying to get out of Illinois to go, you know, go to Florida. He's doing more, trying to push all of his assets to Florida and okay. do more developing in Florida and looking for someone to kind of manage his portfolio here slash systematically take it over in some capacity. And he basically said, hey, let's, you know, come work for me and you know, I'll kind of teach you about being a real estate investor. And, you know, I, we can start with this building, the building that we met at in St. Charles. I can, you know, let's do owner financing of this building. I'll give you, you know, I'll pay you to be my personal assistant for, you know, a while. And you, you know, follow me and shadow me. And, you know, with the eventual possibility of buying that building from him, one of those St. Charles buildings from him, you know, through owner financing. Yeah. And, uh, so I said, wow, that's really interesting. It was like I, you know, doubled my salary from my previous job. And I was his personal assistant for a while and, you know, just responding to his emails and doing all sorts of stuff. A lot of busy work, a lot of things, but it was really fun. And I guess it was like after probably a year and a half, I did that. And then I kind of learned a tremendous amount of, you know, being yeah. an owner, being an investor. And can I, can I pause you right there? Yeah. I have a question for you. So so just before that, so he offers you this position. You said it doubles your salary. Mm-hmm. I would consider that like your your breakout point, like your breakout into commercial real estate. Like you can see future in it. So leading up to that, you got a major in marketing, went into the army to get into property management. You just had to take you know an agent 
course and test, right? Yeah. Um, didn't really have to have your marketing uh, no. degree. And then, so so the question is, why do you think he was he was ready to turn things over to you? He just like trusted you. Why did you get that offer? What things led up to that? And don't be don't be humble. That's a good question. I like I said, I started to get to know him, you know, over the course of several months before that mm-hmm. meeting with him. Gosh, I I think a lot of it's just honestly, it's how you carry yourself. It's okay. can you talk to people? Are you kind? Are you you know? Can yep. you carry on a conversation? Can you go to a you know lunch meeting, you know, at the country club and get a wine and talk to these guys and like carry you know carry on a conversation and you know show a little bit of intelligence and ask good questions and that sort of stuff. And yeah, yeah, I think that's a big part of it. I sure. think he just you know trusted me to to do a good job. I think I had shown him some skills that I had, like like some technology, you mm-hmm. know, uh, suggestions that I had for some of his properties, try to like update systems better to kind of manage it better and easier. I was trying to push softwares on him and all mm-hmm. this different stuff. And I think he just saw like, okay, you know, my a lot of the the guys, you know, property managers and companies I work with are a little bit old school. And yeah, you're, you know, weren't I, you automating some things? I think, yeah, I was really spoke. trying to automate uh, sure. a lot of what the company that I was working for yeah. was doing. And I think he saw that and, you know, through just several lunches and so, yeah. stuff like that. It, but it's like, it was, um, yeah, just yeah. kind of personality almost. Sure. Yeah, no, absolutely. Here's my take on that. So the way you carry yourself, your personality, and you showed some hard skills too. I think those things all added up to like one word of trust. Like through, yeah, through vetting you through those things and managing his properties and seeing, okay, you're not a flake, you're intelligent, and you have people skills so that you can meet with his partners, his investors, whatever, that all adds up to I trust this guy to yeah. start offloading my portfolio to him, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's a massive learning curve, though. Like, it wasn't like I was successful immediately. Sure. sure. I messed up. I mean, I started managing some build outs that I really dropped the ball on. Um, <laughs> I did some really good build outs too, uh-huh. and, you know, managing them and kind of GCing them. But there's, yeah, I mean, I made several mistakes along, you know, the, yeah, year and a half, two years, whatever it was. But yeah, trust. I think yeah, it's you know probably a good you know word. Uh, yeah, that got me into it. And what's interesting but, is like I think everyone's path into if it is commercial real estate, great. If it's just residential real estate, whatever. But everyone's path is going to look a little bit different. Like no one's going to have marketing major, done the army. That, yeah. you know. So and like we already kind of summed up. You didn't have to have a master's in commercial real estate per se no. for this investor to trust you. Yeah, no, not at all. In uh, I will say too, in my in my instance, there is there was a lot of mm, some luck and some you know right place, right time type sure. of stuff. But as far as like everyone has a different story, like yeah, like I you know didn't have money in the bank to buy a forty three thousand square foot building, right? But you know. It, he was offering owner financing. And I guess like if if people watching this are trying to get into owning real estate as investment properties, that's an option to talk to the current homeowners. Say, what's yeah. your interest rate? Oh, it's a 3.9. Oh, that's great. I'll pay you 4.9, 5.9. And exactly. that's a good deal for them. You now own a piece of property without, you know, putting you, you know, depending on your deal. Yeah. He, I, so I bought 
this 43,000 square foot office building from him and I didn't put any money down. That's amazing. So it, it, that is probably rare. I mean, I doubt <laughs> people will I, find that type of deal out there. So like I said, yeah. there is a little luck. There's a little right place, right time. Consider him my boss and now more a partner, but yeah, he, he could afford that. You yeah. Know, not, not everyone will. And maybe, maybe in commercial real estate, it is more common. Okay. So in, in residential real estate, it's going to be almost impossible to find a seller that doesn't need anything upfront for their yeah. single family home, but it is an option and they are out there. So if you if you're trying to do that sort of thing, let us know because some loans are assumable and some are not. So so that doesn't work in some situations. Their bank will say, "No, no, no." Like you're on the loan. You, I I'm not trusting some other person, but others will. So it is a possibility. So now that you're in there, you're slowly, you know, buying this property through him and, and managing it at the same time. Mm-hmm. What does that day-to-day like managing look like? What is yeah. Yeah. So I self-manage it. And that day-to-day is, well, it's different every single day. A lot of it. So the past, this past year, I've, gosh, been spending probably 30 hours a week on it, uh, trying to fill it up. So I bought it at like 60% occupancy. Okay. And I have been putting all my time and energy to fill it up. So uh, I kind of shopped around for brokers. So I tried to do it myself for a while. I tried to market it myself. And kind of failed there. Then I started interview process of brokers. That was, you know, that took a couple of weeks. And we, you know, set up an open house I, with a broker. A, a lot of the time it's managing, you know, renovations and build outs for these commercial spaces. Mm-hmm. I've done three of those this past year, totaling 15,000 square feet, roughly, wow. um, yeah. you know, doing different things, you know, renovations. I oversee pretty much all the renovations and, and build outs at my building. So kind of just acting as the GC and sure. scheduling trades and contractors and how how much of the build process and construction did you know coming into this? Next to none. <laughs> Once you get into this, you just like your network of contractors and people. It just grows so quickly. Right. It's like oh well, this guy knows a you know the plumber knows an electrician, an electrician knows a flooring guy, and the flooring guy. It's and yeah. then that's kind of how you. Yeah, you build, and um, so I do that a lot day to day. I go to the building. I I have an office suites unit that kind of has a lot of turnover with you know new small businesses coming in. You know, I probably have a new tenant, probably have two new tenants a quarter, two or three a quarter, and moving them in, talking with them. I do I do a lot of showings myself, mm-hmm. but quite yeah, yeah. There's a lot of different things. The building's a much higher occupancy rate now, and eventually I'll stop going out there, you know, like I said, I was probably spending 30 hours a week, mm-hmm. you know, working on it and thinking about it and devoting all my energy to or towards it. But at this point, hopefully, your, your occupancy though. Is... Yeah. It's going to be self-sufficient. I mean, it's, it's about 90, 90%, 90%, 95% now. Yeah, that's awesome. And um, I'll stop 30 hours a week. We'll turn into five, hopefully maybe less. So that's the goal. Uh, yeah. And, you know, I'm starting to do several other things. Yeah. Expand my portfolio and so, other projects. Sure. And I'll ask you more. Yeah. Like where, you know, where do you see yourself in 10 years? But, but real quick, kind of going back to that. So you had no, no construction experience. However, the cool thing about real estate is it allows you to bring your natural abilities and skills. So from the army, you were used to following up with people kind of lower down the ladder from you, giving orders, 
checking in to make sure that they were done how you wanted. So you brought that skill set with you when you started to have to GC these projects. Yeah. And so I'm sure that Yeah, a lot of people, I mean, like, the one thing about the Army, there's literally every type of person, every every stereotype, every mm-hmm. like the, like every <laughs> sure. single person that you can imagine is in the army. All walks different of life. personalities, walks of life, yeah. walks of life. And I mean the same thing with your contractors. Sure. <laughs> sure. It's like yeah. you're dealing with like yeah. everybody and anyone. Yeah. It's um so yeah, it's it was very similar in that aspect. Yeah, cool. that's a good point. Yeah. So yeah, where what is your your goal from here on out? Like what are you doing in, in ten years from now? Okay, so that that one property, through that property, I met several other people in my boss slash partners and network, and they've kind of incorporated me in their future, you know, deals and investments. So I've kind of started a new project, a fairly large project, you know, with several other partners. But what, what it, is tell tell the viewers about? It. I'm I'm excited for um, it. It's, it's pretty cool. Um, it's suburbs of Chicago. It's a multi-use. It's fifteen thousand square foot, two story. The first story is going to be commercial office. Second story is going to be there's two two bedroom apartments, and this is like a downtown, like a cute downtown area right on the river, in like a suburb of, in a suburb of Chicago. Yeah. So it's like if you can imagine like the old cute you mm-hmm. know downtowns, first floor office, second floor two, uh, two bedrooms, uh, two two bedroom apartments, and then we're doing seven studio Airbnbs, so like boutique hotel style. Sweet. Um, Airbnb units. So it's it's very cool. It's a very interesting, fun project. But I started, you know, working on that, you know, the past several months. You asked where, you know, I, I see myself. I love doing partnerships. I, it's so much more fun to be doing it with a partner. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to work with you out here. It, it's like, can be lonely at times, you know, being a self-employed, you know, real estate investor. Yeah. And like, if it's you're on your own, it's like, you yeah. know, you don't have a team. And I, had a team in the army and I was going to work every day and having camaraderie with people. So I see myself doing part, continuing to find partnerships with my friends, with people I've met in the industry and continuing to expand. I love short-term rentals. I think those are great. I know everyone does now. They're becoming a little less popular, but I still love them. So there's a bunch of things I have in mind, but yeah, just continuing to form partnerships and expanding yeah, expanding the portfolio. Cool, um, both residential and commercial. Mm-hmm. No, that's awesome. So I'd say, in conclusion, if if anyone has questions about wanting commercial or business space, let us know. As far as Mountain Buff, we can we can help you with that. And then, if you're interested, as far as a career in commercial real estate, let me know. I'll get you in touch with JT, and you guys can kind of chat about what that might look like for you and and where you you could get started. But other than that, yeah, thank you, JT, for, for coming on this. That's thanks, awesome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, feel, absolutely. feel like a celebrity on a podcast. <laughs> no, the headphones tend to do that to people. Yeah. So, all right, thanks. Mm-hmm.